your eyes drawn towards the center of the crops, where something shining catches your eyes, but for a brief moment and fades out of view. Blinking light means low on energy. Let's head that way. Stand up on my shoulders. (laughs) I wish we had a ladder. A ladder would have been nice. Thieves! Thieves! No good, dirty, rotten thieves! We're from the electric company. Ma'am, ma'am, please. Leomar sent us to replace the power course. Well, they're up to no good. that That's what I say. But no, sir, I won't let that happen. No, sir. I'll suddenly have to watch out for them. Mm, my inner murder hobo wants to kill them. <laughs> when does your inner murder hobo ever stop? If this is all we have to do to become seekers, this is easy. Roll for initiative. And I hit them with Court of Shards. Welcome back to another episode of The Gate Chronicles. This is season one, episode seven. Woo! I am Snow. I am the GM of this podcast. And with me today are our following guests or friends and not guests, people who play with us every week. Uh, Yeah. Hey, everybody. I'm Quentin. I normally play Charles Spoot, 57-year-old biology teacher born and raised in New York. Hi, uh, my name is Jaden. I play Finnevere Avere, the bard who is helping these... uh, plucky schmucks on their adventure <laughs> and looking for some adventure for himself. Hi, uh, I'm Andrew and I play uh, Alan Taylor, the uh, brilliant idiot. <laughs> what a way with words. An oxymoron if I've ever heard one. Well, not technically. You can be an idiot and be literally bright. Oxymoron seems apt. <laughs> I like the word <laughs> moron in it. <laughs> and I'm Zach. I'll, I'll be playing the uh, good old Alan no, wait. No, no, no. <laughs> now you're getting it wrong. Gosh darn it. No. All right. Hi, I'm Zach. I'll be playing Alfred Kenneth Mest, our uh, local alchemist who has, well, he made a bomb. Well, he that's always made a good a start. That's, that's a, a great start. way to start. That's good, he, yeah, that's good. He, uh, he made a bomb, got ran over by a worm, ran over, uh, is currently in pain. So let's do a quick emphasis on quick recap like we had last time. TLDR, put the batteries in, fought some worms. Pretty dang good. I like that. I like the TLDR. All right. So after the battle, you guys were tying up the corpses of these Surgis leeches. They're 60 pounds each. You've tied them up and you are dragging them into town towards the blacksmith. Yep. All right. It takes you guys almost 20 minutes of dragging these things behind you because they're heavy But there's also the fact that parts of them keep falling off as you're going through. So you have to go back and pick them up and put them back on the body. And then you also have a trail of their guts and whatnot is behind it as well. That's for them to deal with. I'm dragging them. But you guys do finally make it to the blacksmith. Can I try to scrounge up some some grubs on the way? Sure. So along the way, you are essentially stopping and digging through the dirt. Yes. I imagine they can't do this very fast. Yeah. 
like I said, it takes about 20 minutes to even get to the blacksmith at this point. It's not a huge village. It's relatively small, so... Oh, so I do find I find some? Yeah. Okay, fantastic. You do. You find one, apparently. One. One. I'm sorry. You find some being one. The rest died to the shovel. Yeah, yeah, you're digging through. <laughs> like, crushes their heads. It's no good anymore. So on, on the way, do you think I could have a quick conversation with um, Mest? Absolutely. You can have a slow conversation with Mest. <laughs> hey, um, Alfred or Mest? Ah, yeah, what, I, what's up? Mind if I see your uh, bruise? I, I mean, I guess. I, I lift his shirt. He lifts up your shirt unless you <laughs> do other, like, let not tell him not to. He, he wanted to see the bruise. I'm okay. assuming he wanted So he lifts up your shirt for you. Is it what I expect? Because I saw him get whapped the same way I did, and mine hurts a lot. <laughs> yeah. So under, on the right side of Alfred's chest, like towards actually, like, right at the end of where his ribcage meets down to where his liver would be, you do see a relatively large bruise there and some swelling as well. And I lift up my shirt and more or less, I look at it as if for myself, but also to show as if empathy. Yeah, yours is nowhere near as big because you were able to block some of the blow. Oh, that's right. I hurt, but not as bad. But your loot hurts as well. My poor loot. I'll get to that in a minute. Here, let me show you another little trick. It's no tight to woe, but I think you'll like it. So I, I take the bug. I put a, a hand on his, his uh, injury. I crush the bug in my hand. Okay. The, and cast uh, Cure Light Wounds. The juices from the bug just seep down into your hand. It starts to drip from in between your fingers. But as you cast the spell, it actually evaporates. And you see that this essence from this creature flows from your hand towards the wound. And it fades away. All right. Is that a D6 plus... Caster level? Cure light wounds should be it's D6 a D8. I'm pretty sure, Quentin. Oh. Yeah, D8 plus yes. one per level, so I'm level three. Uh, you are fully restored. Eight healing. Perfect. Alfred, you feel a new wave of energy kind of flow through you, and you feel the pain in your side fades away, as well as the bruise. Is the swelling still there? It's still a little red, but the bruise itself, the bleeding that was there, fades away. I saw what <laughs> you did back there. Making a bomb out of seemingly nothing? That was amazing! Eh, it was some simple chemical components. They react a little violently. I knew I was right about you guys. Amalia may have uh, had pity on some confused people, but I I know that there's potential in you. All of you, even David. <laughs> I don't know if he could hear that. Uh, you're not really, are you whispering it or is it just a general conversation? Uh, general conversation. I'll see if he's paying attention. Hey, thanks. I'll, I'll give him the double thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, and he gives the thumbs up as he says the thanks. Hang in there. I can't do this too often. My head gets dizzy and I just can't anymore. All right. So you guys do make it to the blacksmith just as this conversation is starting to meet its end. After all, you saw Finnevere digging in the dirt a little bit, which was kind of strange to you, but okay. So you're at the blacksmith and you have this luggage with you. Baggage? Baggage. Hello. You see in the back that the um, through the open uh, side of the building, you see that the blacksmith is hammering away at what looks to be like some sort of flat-edged blade. Nice. Hello, hello. These things were definitely metallic in nature, right? That's oh, why we brought them here. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Do I get her attention? <laughs> she actually just continues to uh, hammer away, but she says, "What do you need?" 
Uh, I have some Sergius leeches, if you're interested. She stops hammering and she looks up from where she is. She's holding the hammer like halfway about to pound again on the metal. And she just stops as she looks at you. You got what now? Take a look. I, I lift up like as a big a piece as I think that I can without looking weak. She twirls the hammer in her hand and then she masterfully sticks it back onto her belt. Ooh. And she comes over and she takes a look at what you're holding. Ah, do see some plates from that. That's a good piece right there. They have metal hides. We figured you might be interested. I'm a little interested. Keep talking. Tell me what you want for them. Uh, can I determine what their approximate value should be with the praise maybe? Yes. 13. You know that going value, they'd probably be about 40 silver a piece, but also depending on the damage that's been done to them, how dirty they are, and how big the piece is coming off, it could vary between 20 to 40 silver. Alright. Um, but I, I can't gauge how damaged they look. There are I know some, one of them exploded. Yeah, there are some parts that you can see, like, marks from the knives jabbing onto them. Some of the parts aren't clean anymore. Um, you also see that uh, some of the organs underneath are kind of spewing out through the metal uh, gape, gaping parts as well. I was thinking about 28 a carcass, and I'll throw you the exploded one in on top for free if you can give me a good recommendation for an artisan. An artisan? Yes, a woodcarver, crafter. I... <sighs> she kind of pauses and runs her tongue over her teeth for a moment as she seems to be thinking. 28 silver a piece, and you have how many? Well, there's six, but five if you don't count the uh, splody bits. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Shouldn't that just be 140? That depends on how well we rolled for diplomacy and sale. Well, and it depends I mean, that's, on that's how, how well she's asking for. Well, if it sounds like an obvious going price, it might not be necessary. I'll give you this house for a dollar. It also depends on her level of appraisal. Yeah, yeah. could be. But I'm. she asked how much Jaden was asking for, which would be 140 silver. Yeah. So, let's see. You want 140 silver, plus you'll give me the one. It's going to take me a bit to do it disassemble these and I have to get rid of the carcasses. But 28 is pretty good seeing that these have gone through some tough times, I see. My goodness. Nobody thought to just shock them to death or not? Like, you just... You stabbed them a few times. She walks over and she starts poking them. Oh, do you know someone who sells such a weapon? I might be interested. Eh, last place I saw one of those was at the reliquary, but I haven't been down there in a while. Uh, do you know Leomore? No, I can't say I do. The guy who did, who's down in the reliquary doesn't usually show himself. Normally, he tells you, just put your money on the table, and he says, take what you need. Hmm. Well, useful information. But she looks at you, and she says, the only artisan I can think of doesn't usually stay in town. They usually come through um, maybe about once a month on the wagon. Yeah, we had one that came through Taija every once in a while, not quite so often. Yeah, unfortunately, the uh, Craftsman's Guild isn't usually... The kind that likes to stay in one place. They're pretty nomadic. Ah, fair enough. Well, it was worth a try. I'll tell you what. Although I don't have a a solid uh, uh, artisan, I'll throw in the extra for free. All right, sounds regardless. like a good deal. And she says, give me one moment and I'll go get that silver for you. So she goes back inside. She actually goes around the building and opens up a door, goes in. And a few moments later, she does return with a bag Um that seems to be filled with coins as she jingles it and she tosses it to you. Go ahead and count it. All right. I'll do a quick count. Is that a praise? Yeah. 17. All of it's there. 140 silver pieces. Fantastic. All right. 
Now, if you boys wouldn't mind, well, I am a lady. She kind of flutters her eyes a little bit. I am a lady. Now, would you mind bringing that over towards my workbench over there so I can start disassembling these? Kind of heavy. Of course. All right. Uh, and I'll gesture for the others to do that. <laughs> All right, boys. Come on now. He claps. David, are you a lady? At times. Well, why don't you lend <laughs> us a hand? I will grab the bag of silver and then haul no, the corpses back. Uh, you can. No, 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 no. I, I have it. I'm not letting go. I know you have it. Well, you can attempt you to attempt grab it. You attempt to grab it. <laughs> but Finnevere is holding on to it very tightly. It's money. It's my thing. <laughs> it's work. I did it. Well, yeah. We all cumulatively we did it, Taylor. It? How many oh, of we all did... dragged them? How many did you kill? Two, I believe. Just How as many, many of as us I actually did. got hit by these things? Listen, all I'm saying is it was I'm a not group taking effort. It, I'm not taking it to keep it all. It was more of a is that Alan's gesture. voice? No, it's not, no, this is flavorless. Let's keep it. It was in. more of a character gesture. <laughs> I will, let's keep it in character. I will drag the bodies back. Okay. I would assist him. So, do you release the coin purse? Yeah. Okay. You'll get your fair share. I assure you. All right. So you take over the large hall with you, and you I, do you drag them all over. You take them one by one. You, I I I, ha- I still have all of them on on the ropes. Okay, I wasn't sure. I'm just gonna keep dragging them all backwards. Okay. So as you do that, you drag them through. Feel a little bit more oil drops down as you do that, and you drag them over to her workbench. All right. Thank you very kindly. And she pushes up her sleeves. All right. Now to get some work done. Have a good day. You as well. All right. Speaking of getting work done, we still have uh, one battery to replace. Yes. I did want to drop by Liamor real quick. Just make sure everything's all right and ask him a quick question. If that's all right with you guys. Also, line up for me, please. Line up? Yes, I'm gesturing most to Smoot, Taylor, and Kelsey. Line up? What do you mean? Just, here, I take out I take out my, uh, my cloth. They're covered in oil. Oh my goodness! It's bad We're, for business. What do you mean? What business? I go and I, I go up to him. I I tie the woe him. So <sighs> prestidigitation will only remove things from objects. It will not remove it from people. Well, yeah, I'm only getting yeah. the clothes. Yeah. So while there is oil like on their faces and in their hair, still you clean up their clothes. It yeah. does take you. Um, so remember, prestidigitation does also indicate that it's a one cubic square foot per round. So you have to go around and keep dusting them a few times before you get all of them. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. Okay, so it takes a few minutes. You do notice right. that your rag starts to get dirty, though. I have many rags. Got it. Okay. I'll put that dirty one with the dirty rags. All right, that's a little bit better. Speaking of business, how are we dividing the lion's share? Now, well, let's finish our daily chores, and I guarantee you everyone will get their fair shake. Five people participated in the combat. Six. Five people participated. Uh, have I not been the was there. There are six people part of this group, and he, he, they were there just as much as you were. How many of them participated in the combat? How many were given uh, the opportunity? Uh, I, 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 like, give them in the middle of it. Uh, uh, uh. There'll be time for talk of money later. Don't catch your chickens before we hatch. Well, they already hatched. They're dead. We killed them. And we just sold them. Yes, but we still have one more thing to do. We'll settle this afterwards. No time to waste. Fine by me. Can Smoot make a survival check to see what part time of the day it is? Yes, you may. 27. You can tell that it is starting to become the afternoon. So you guys had gotten up early morning and you'd gone Uh, to see Liamore. It's been... So it's just past midday? Yep. You just reached Uh, the midday point. In that case, I'll go against my better judgment and I'll suggest that we head north. 
Well, yeah, I would share this information with everyone, letting them know, like, past noon. I know we had to do this before the evening sets. I don't know if there are any penalties for that. You're all right. You're right. Let's go. No time to waste. More than than already has been. Blush. <laughs> all right. So you guys make your way north, and you are you end up walking past the hill where Cece's house is. It takes you, again, about 10 to 15 minutes at this point. It's a little bit further um, just because of all the streets that you had to go through um, and also because you did make a stop in the market, so you had to take a little bit more time. So as you go through this area, you know that this is the only area in the village that has any kind of tree. Um, what is it? Like a, not forest. What is it called when it's like a small patch of trees? A grove. Grove. Okay, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so this is the grove that you're heading towards uh, just past Cece's abode and you guys walk through this small forested area we do want to stop by the house to drop some stuff off though okay so you are you are stopping by the house yeah, yeah. we got to make it quick because time's I'm up the literally just throwing my bag down beside the house okay so you guys make your way up the dirt path towards Cece's house through the forested area uh and you or wooded area and you see Cece is outside. She appears to be tending to her garden. Brunhilda! Cece! Oh, you guys are back? Are you done? No. Nope. We just have a oh. few things to drop off. Okay. Here, hold this. And wait, and Smoot would walk up to Taylor, grab his bag, and hand it to her. Oh, uh, what is... Okay. It's caught a bag. All right. What's in it? I is stop. it for me? No. Oh. Why would you hand it to me then? Because you're you're holding on to it. Just make sure nothing gets lost. That's a terrible thing to ask me to do. If everything stays in the bag, I'll bring you something back from town. Ooh, what are you going to bring me back? Better be something good. It's a surprise. Ooh. Roll diplomacy. Can I aid another? You may aid another. 15. Buy her some candy. More pastries. That was the plan. Candy keeps better. But then again, she'll That's probably it? eat it. 27 to aid another. Oh, yeah. Okay, so with a total of 17, <laughs> Cece just looks at you. All right, it sounds like a deal. I won't lose this on purpose. I won't lose it. I promise I'll take good care of it, and I expect something really good in return. And she glares at you. Really good. Your word's not mine. <laughs> well, we must be off. Is anyone else dropping anything else? All right. I, I'm not parting with my stuff, period. Okay. So it takes you several extra minutes. So I would say about seven minutes with this extra part. So Judging the day for. continues to move on and you guys also move on and you make your way over to this small clearing in the grove, uh, which is down the hill just past where you would go up towards Cece's home. Smooth, your shift. My shift. What do you mean my shift? I, I've been carrying the... Uh, oh, damn oh, over. Just, 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 I, I'll take it. <laughs> Similar to the I other, handed to Smoot. <laughs> so similar to the other setups, you see that there are uh, some crops, but you do not see like the separate areas of crops. There's only one main circle of crops. The same setup where there's one entrance, another tier of crops, and then another entrance. Um, again, you don't see a receptor visible at any distance. Uh, Mest, if you could please do me a favor, go by the barrier and check and see if you can see anything. Uh, beyond. If you see anything of note, yell. All right. Okay. So please make Do we want to send him off by himself? Oh, uh, you're right. David, would you mind accompanying him? Oh, of course. Safer in groups. Yeah, I got this. Buddy oh. system. Yeah. 
Yeah, buddy. And he goes up and he puts his arm around uh, Alfred's shoulder. So, uh, let's, let's see here. That would be a total... On my perception carry check. Carry the one. Uh, carry the one. Total perception check would be... My brain stopped. I'm sorry. Eight. There you go. All right. <laughs> Big break, please. Okay. I finally remembered to add my plus three for a train hey, skill. Hey, there you go. So you and David start walking along the barrier, and you have to go about 100 yards away, not 100 yards, 100 feet away from the crop circles, and you're walking along. You guys don't see anything. David just shouts to you, you see anything over there? Is not not nothing. really. Yeah, nothing. Nothing at all. This is a really nice, though. It's kind of common. Good place to meditate. Uh, Yeah. So you guys don't see anything as you're walking by. You do see, though, that this area is very well lit. It actually kind of gives you this very ethereal um, sensation, uh, like almost like the grass has a little bit of a glow to it, very light green hue, um, and light is cascading through this tree, these trees, and it just hits this area just right. It makes you think a little bit of a time in your life when you had a lot of peace and it's calming. He thinks to the moment where he sat on the nope, toilet in this nice <laughs> AC insulated building. The AC was terrible in that building. What do you want about? <laughs> the the AC that worked that one day, maybe. Oh yeah. Everybody else, I assume you do pretty much the same thing as before. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Right, except for Just... during this time, I'll also take my time to say uh, to tell Kelsey. By the way, I really appreciate the hustle back there. You were really incredible for someone who claims to have been, I guess, uh, from a more peaceful era? I say that almost jokingly. Make a perception check really quick. 15. By the way, the compliment was genuine, but the uh, nod a to a time was... Yeah. For a moment, it doesn't seem like she's listening to you, but almost like listening to something else. But she kind of turns quickly and she's like, oh, it, yeah, uh, thanks. All right, let's get this. That is the sound of knuckles cracking, FYI. I lift Finevere up to the pillar. All right. I hand Finevere. Like a phoenix, he is risen up. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so Finevere is lifted up and he's press. on his shoulders and he takes out the old core. And I press down, him. lift up, and it automatically opens. The barrier comes down temporarily while the. <sighs> Thing opens, go, 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 go. and you guys <laughs> and do a I quick quickly trade. hand him new one. Oh. Right, <laughs> and then you insert the old core, and again the door seals around it. And as soon as you put in the old core and the door seals, the barrier comes back up. New core, best. Ah, what? Is everything okay? I mean, it's pretty peaceful over here. It is very peaceful. <sighs> I deserve this. I don't know. Let's see how gently I can put you down. What? I'm rolling to put him down. <laughs> You mean? What are you rolling? I don't know. Strength. What? It's All of you make strength fails. Everyone make a perception check again for me, please. Ten. Eight. Twenty-three. Nineteen. David says, again, I have to say. Okay. Knock on wood. He walks over to a tree and knocks on it. This was a lot easier this time. Much, much, much easy. Very good. And a giant eagle swoops down from the sky and carries off one of I'll our children. I'll herald them to come on back. Okay. As you guys begin to walk back, Finevere, Alfred... Kelsey and Smoot, all of you, I'm saying Kelsey, all of you hear a metallic clinking sound and footsteps starting to get closer to you and making their way towards your direction. 
Uh, everyone on your guard. Snood pulls out his dagger. I pull uh, out my alchemy kit. I'm gonna do what any uh, what any true actually, American would do at the sound of a militia coming. Give my gun. Do you okay. have a gun? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, you do. You should have the gun. But I'm nine millimeter. Has- I will for the first time in this listen, campaign. Listen, Alfred doesn't know pull, how to shoot. A gun. Pull out my bow. Oh. Okay. What? He okay. has one of those. I do. Wild. So, Smoot has no I comment. Kelsey looks at you guys drawing your weapons, and she also pulls out her dagger a little warily, and she kind of looks at back and forth at you all. David is standing in the back, still at peace. Um, David! What, what? Uh, so they, they weren't coming? You hear the footsteps getting closer. Okay. But as they get closer, you see several armed guards. Um, actually, it would be about six of them in a row coming towards you, two by two marching. In the front, you see somebody wearing a very long black high-collared coat uh, with a red shoulder cape. And as he sees you, he raises up his fist and uh, the rest wait. of the call, yes. Uh, at this instant, how far are they away? They ha- are about 60 feet now. Oh, well, that's really close. Well, uh, maybe about 100. We'll say 100 feet. Okay. So as he sees you, he sees that your weapons are drawn and he raises up his fist and the rest of the guards halt behind him. And he looks at you all warily. Hey, oh. Hey, why exactly did we pull put, out our weapons? I'll, I'll start to look relaxed and put my bow away. Okay. I, 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 I'll, I'll just oh. let the gun down to my side without like holding it up and I'll wave my hand and go, hi. I'm sorry. <clears throat> hi. He continues to keep his fist raised. All right. Well, it looks like we're done here. Our job's done. We don't get paid enough for anything else. Have the uh, the cores all wrapped up in that blanket? When we did we put them back in the? We just put them back well, in the old container. Yeah, yeah, we put the. the, the yeah. You put the old one back in the box when you gave him the yeah, new yeah. one. But why is he saying wrapped in a blanket? Because we've had it wrapped in a blanket the whole time. Yeah, we yeah. wrapped it up to try to cushion it in case it got dropped or oh, something. Well, yes, and maybe you guys didn't know I did that, handle. so no one would see it and ask us. Oh, oh. I'm just all grabbing it by the handle, carrying it. All right. Better have the blanket wrapped around it. Why? It's a wooden box. Well, it's just ha- the way suspicious? we've always had it. I don't care. Right. It's a wooden box. Is it so that suspicious? I, at this point, we're just waiting for David and uh, Mess to show up. Um, David, we're, all, we're leaving. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't say we were leaving. I was just... We're leaving. leaving. Okay. You I'm can leave. come back here later. Oh, oh. Hey, it's the, uh, the guard. Hey, how's it going? Okay, he's kind of scary. Uh, Do you need something, gentlemen? Carry on your way. I'll I'll do it like a, a courteous bow and we'll go on our way. All right. So Finevere starts to make his way walking past the guard. Do you all follow along? Yes. Uh, I would keep a sizable distance. Like as much as if there's like a two lane road, I'm on towards the left side of the other lane. Okay. All right. So you basically walk around them for the mm-hmm. most part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're able to do so. You okay. keep about uh, six feet of distance. Like a respectable As post-apocalyptic member. Uh, uh, Once we are a decent distance away, I would turn. Okay. So um, as you guys walk past him, he basically signals with his, he opens up his fist and he signals it down and they start marching again back towards the bar- uh, back towards the receptor area. Nice. Right, the receptor area that we just Are leaving, from? yes. Yeah. Okay, Sense as they walk motive. by. As they walk by. You may sense motive. I would like to talk to David. Okay. I would also like to roll sense motive, abysmal as mine is. All right. Uh, I'll give it a shot, too. Everyone rolls sense oh. motive. 16. Tw- 
Um, 18. 17. Seven. Seven. Okay. Seven. You guys all see that they're heading towards the area where you just replaced the core, um, but you're not really sure why they're going there. But what you know about them is that they seem to be very disliked by the villagers and have caused issues there. Perhaps they're going there to cause trouble. Well, I'll slow my pace in anticipation of what I really don't want to find out. Why is the music getting more dramatic? <laughs> and then cutting out. Mysteriously. Is there any near... You said we passed a grove, correct? to hear the order or the clanking of some... You said we passed a grove, correct? You were in the grove. We are. Is there any nearby foliage in which we could duck behind? There is foliage. You do see that there's plenty of... Um, crops? Trees? Not, not so much crops, more trees, bushes. The area that you went into was a clearing that looked like it had been cleared up by villagers. Like, it wasn't naturally there. So a lot of the other, like, bushes and foliage have just been left to the wayside and left alone. So they're kind of overgrown. Smoot would speak to the rest of the group in a more hushed tone. Stealth checks. Yeah, please roll your stealth. Thirteen. Oh, finally, a good roll. Do not ask me for checks. I don't have points in two. <laughs> 21. 18. Jaden, if it makes you feel any better, Smooth's stealth check is a negative one base. Mine's a positive I somehow two. got an 18. Wait, no, I forgot. It's a class skill, so it's 24. What do you say to them? Should we slow our pace and keep an eye on them? I, I, I uh, say we uh, circle into some of them bushes, keep an eye on them. Our job was to replace the course. It's technically not our concern. Yeah, but if they but take the core if, after we've replaced it, we they don't have we don't have proof that we've replaced it. That's we not the real issue. The real issue is that without the barrier, good people here will probably die. So it's that less of a so obligation, but more of a moral quandary, Vinavere. Yes. Well, you see, life is valuable. It's priceless, even. Uh, <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm like begrudgingly coming to the one and only conclusion. Does okay. that extend to those who would commit actions which would directly endanger and potentially snuff out the li the also invaluable lives of others? particularly the innocent. Technically, yes. However, when evaluating assets, such as the pricelessness of life, it must be taken into consideration. The cost-effectiveness. Let's just... We don't know if anything's gonna happen. Let's yeah. just observe for a moment. Maybe everything goes smoothly. Just keep or, an eye on them. We might end up having to immediately after dropping them worms, drop a few big mean mother hubbards. Hey, we already dropped the worms. Do it. Do we hear anything from the guards? So you guys are kind of standing in the middle of the road. You didn't really go off to the side. You're having a conversation. No, we um, were walking away. We were walking you, you away. Were, we're, yeah. we, we're on the road. We the pace, but enough so that we can hear. You don't hear anything. You just heard that after marching a little bit further down, the marching stops. Well, that's what I was listening for. Can we see the clearing still? Smoot would turn, duck behind a tree to gain some form of concealment, and then peer over and perception check towards the guards. So, you guys have walked a little bit over, like, a hill, so you'd have to go back a little That's fine. further. You would. When I go back over this up to the hill... Please roll stealth if you were going back over there. What are we doing? What What is this? 18 on Smoot's stealth. It's another 18. <laughs> and then a 20 total for perception. I whispered to David over time. 
Over time. Okay, what? We're going to be Over time. Ten. Fourteen. I better get paid time and a half for this. You guys sneak your way back over through the bushes. Very little bit of snapping of branches. You're being very careful about where you step. And you're peering through the bushes and you see that the guards have stopped in front of where the receptor would be. And you see that one of them, the one wearing the long black uh, long coat and the red shoulder cape, is signaling again. And you see somebody step forward from the guards, like from the center of the guard. And they're carrying a strange looking box of some sort. It looks metal. The sun is glinting off parts of it. And you see that it it's black and it has some kind of like golden trim around it. The guard who was wearing all of that fancy wear uh, signals and he seems to gesture towards where the core would be or the receptor would be. And this person carrying this black box walks over. You guys see glinting in the light that there seems to be some sort of short extension coming from the front of the box and this guard walks over and he steps in through the crops. You don't see him anymore. And after a few moments, you hear a sound that you've never really heard before. It's unfamiliar. It it sounds like some kind of electronic hum and ringing. And after a moment, that guard returns from the center. He comes over to this man wearing the long jacket and he shows him the box. And after a moment, after looking at it, he nods his head and that uh, guard goes back into the center and he signals to keep moving. So no one approached the tower, but they're at the tower. No. Someone did walk into the tower, but as we know that there is a barrier which inhibits sight if you are too far away, someone walked into where we can no longer see. So the thing is, there are crops. The crops are at different tiers. There's a tall tier, a mid-tier, and then a very short tier in the center. So and there's no way to get to creep up to the uh, the place where we could see into the tower. If you got too much closer, I mean, you could if you really wanted to do that. I assumed you guys were staying a little ways back just in case. I didn't know how close you were getting. Does and the also, barrier still seem intact? The barrier seems intact. None of our business. Well, it seems as if our job is done. The best we could do is we could report back to Liamor. And also, the way that they have to go is they have to go back. So the clearing goes out one way. So they're coming back towards you guys where, you, where you're like, you're in the bushes hiding. They're walking past we you. We should move quickly. I suppose. Smoot leaves and starts like power walking, low key okay. hustling. Okay. Do you wait until after they pass you or do you go before they pass you? I, as soon as they would be turning around to come back in our direction, Smoot would leave. Okay. Kelsey grabs your hand. They're going to see you. Okay, and I will say I was walking. It's not a good idea. You think us suspiciously crouching in some foliage nearby them is any less suspicious? They won't see us. Fine. Okay, we wait. They pass by you without any incident, and they seem to be going back out, kind of towards the marketplaces where you had to pass through in the first place. They're walking back out in that direction. As they walk by, is the black box still visible? Uh, you see, make a perceptive check, actually. And does it look any noticeably different than the first time we saw it? 23 on my perception. 19. Okay. So... 16. What you see, all of you, um, what you see as they're walking by, you don't really see the black box. You just see that the person that's in the center seems to be wearing a completely different garb than the rest of the guard. Um, while they while they are wearing red sash, they're wearing something that seems a little bit more 
ceremonial. Um, decorated. Not, not, not really decorated. More ceremonial. More like it's, it's more showy than anything. If he's a prominent figure, would I have a chance to know him through knowledge and ability? Not a prominent figure. Your character okay. doesn't. Even, your character's like uh, what? Would okay. he be able to roll knowledge, or knowledge no, 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 local no, it, to understand the significance of the guard? Sure. Okay, I'll try that. Twenty-six. So, uh, you, you kind of recognize that the person who is carrying, um, or was carrying the box and wearing this strange garb, um, especially compared to the guy wearing the long coat who you assume to be a captain of some sort, this person appears to be some kind of, not really an officer, but it reminds you more of somebody who would be in the back lines, somebody who would control relics or maybe... A specialist? A specialist, yeah. Okay. A specialist of some kind. That's about all you know from that. Okay. So we wait and I will... If anyone tried to go like a few minutes after, I pressure for a little more. That's fine. Time of waiting. You guys wait a, a good a number of minutes before you come out from the bushes just to be cautious because you don't know how far away they had walked by this point because they did go back towards the market. You don't hear the sound of metallic clinking against the metal. You guys come out from the bushes. I will go straight over to the uh, the core. Okay. Uh, like the one we just replaced to check on it. Okay. You return to the receptor area and you go through the uh, ring of crops and you reach the center and you see that the power core is still inside of the container. The blue symbols on the receptor itself are glowing and everything appears to be in order. Okay. You could take a closer look if you want, but beyond that, that's what you see. Just taking a generic look around. All right. I mean, I'll take a quick look around um, with uh, just a extra examining. Uh, 18. If there's no additional details, I'll just leave. Uh, you see that as you're walking around, you see that there's like this really weird flap of some kind that was open that wasn't there before. All right. I would investigate it if there is something okay. different like that. It looks like something was placed there at some point, but it's not there now. Can I take a quick check on the ground? Sure. I probably could see footprints. But please, please, just tell me I only see footprints. You only see the footprints? Fantastic. No creatures. Awesome. I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> Super leaving. Okay. Wait, is there anything still under the flap? Where Are you there? Oh, wait, no, I only thought, me. Thought, I'm not... There's nothing to report, so I'm not saying anything. I, I, thought, I, I, I thought... You didn't say you followed. Through. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. All right. Smooth start. Come out walk back with a thumbs up. Say we're good. All right. Let's get this over with. Kelsey walks over to you as you guys are walking. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to step on your toes or anything. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine. No. I, I put my hand on her shoulder. You have good instincts. Thanks. Better than mine. Mine are old and dull. You have grump, and that serves you well. <laughs> it's gotten me through life thus far. I believe you. Uh, oh, the God. wonders of cynicism. <laughs> All right. So where are you guys going right now? Back to the reliquary. Back to the reliquary, yeah. All right. On your way to the reliquary. <laughs> McDonald's. Okay. <gasps> there is no McDonald's. Aww. No. We isn't. have McDonald's at home. <laughs> McDonald's at home. CC. <laughs> you guys make your way back to the marketplace and find your way to the reliquary without much difficulty. As you arrive there, you reach the abnormally tall door of the reliquary where you see that the door is wide open um, inward. And just before you enter, you hear echoey footsteps coming from within. 
and after a few moments, you see the man in the blue sash and plate armor and his companion, whom you gave directions to earlier, step out into the dirt path. The man turns towards you. Oh, well, thank you, friends, for directing us here. We found our way rather successfully. It seems that you have. Yes. I hope your bartering has uh, been as successful as, as your venturing. Oh, quite, I would say. He looks you all up and down. I see that you've had a bit of an adventure yourselves. Oh, yeah. Uh, just a More few, like uh, a glorified maintenance. Been a long day. There were some worms. Ah, worms or leeches? Different things. Leeches. Oh. Leeches. Ah. Hmm. The woman walks out from behind him, and as she looks at you, she kind of covers the bottom of her nose with the side of her hand, and she grimaces a little bit as she walks by you. But the man is just making lighthearted conversation with you guys. So, what are you doing here? Oh, looking uh, to get our. Oh, it's like uh, I'm an, an uh, seeker initiate. Oh. The rest of us are uh, looking to become seeker initiates ourselves. Oh, I did take you to be more of a common folk, but it doesn't surprise me. The Seekers Guild is always looking for more recruits. Oh, are they really? You look well-maintained, sir. Where do you hail from, anyway? I want to know. <laughs> I'm curious. You like, used the word hail! <laughs> Listen. <laughs> and? Listen, he also hasn't mentioned anything about his sick and dying mother affecting his emotions. He's coping by repressing it. And using the word hail? Yes! He, look, oh my okay. gosh, it's okay. just like no, the Renaissance no, fire. No. He is allowed to be nerdy. He has plus intelligence. <laughs> What's your extra language, hey. nerd? <laughs> I know Klingon. <laughs> ah, myself? I am from Brookvale. Up north. How about yourselves? We're new in town. Uh, I'll, I'll just quickly um, uh, speak up and say, uh, go on, brain fart. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. I got this. I'm from, it's like, I, uh, I'm from Teba. Oh. Have you been there? I've been to Taba a few times in my life, but haven't been there recently. How was it doing? Oh, well, we're recovering from a, a bit of an incident with our water. But I for the heard. Moment, for the most part, everyone's doing fine. Yes, I heard your town had to be abandoned for a while. Yeah, it was rough. But it gave me the motivation to look on to other things and adventure out. Well, I'm glad that you are doing well for yourself. Becoming a seeker initiate? Why haven't you become a full seeker if you're already initiate? Uh, look, I'll be honest, I'm a little slow at this. What does it take to become a full seeker? <laughs> it depends on who's bringing you on. Oh. Every single um, relic master can give their own quest, I suppose, for a seeker initiate. But once after that, then you have to go all the way to the seeker bases. And after that, uh, well, there's a few things. Normally, you have to complete a quest and you have to be under the tutelage of another seeker. I see. These sound oh. like a lot of steps. Well, they're a very organized group. And yet, this is also the most information we've ever got. As the long as... So just to be clear, this is the the adventuring-looking party from before and not the guys that just passed us. In Correct. The, okay, yes. yeah, yeah, they, they have, sure. The they armored have, guy from this party is wearing a blue sash. Not a red And he's with a woman that wearing a green cloak. he's a good guy, or at least not... Necessarily part of the red guard. I see. Um, He's part of the blue oh. guard. Charles Smoot would walk up and extend his hand. You've had the most information out of anyone I've ever met. Name's Smoot. Charles Smoot. Oh, ah. where are my manners? And I'm Finnevere. Avere. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. I shake his hand. Alan Taylor. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you as well, sir. I'm going to grip his hand real tight. <laughs> he Not like painfully so, but just uh, real firm. Nice he receives shape. your gesture and he raises you. 
Oh! Not much. Reason. <laughs> 16. It's four. You squeeze harder than he does, but he tries back. But he, he gives you a nice, like, firm handshake. Oh. And you all? Well, I am Callous Brightheart. Callous Brightheart. What an oxymoron. <laughs> and this, my dear compatriot, is... Uh, Callous, I can introduce myself. I am Asha. My last name is none of your business. I bite my tongue. There's only two? Yes. Yes. Oh, there are only two. I thought there was a third person. Uh, what rank have you climbed to? Well, myself, I am of the bronze tier, and, well, Asha is steel. Ah, bronze and steel. I'm sure you have many adventures and stories to tell. I'll tell you what. If you catch me at the Flame Slayers later, uh, later first round's on me. Oh, I heartily accept that. Of course you would. You hardly accept anything. Well, we have our own business to attend to. It was nice to meet you. Well, Sir Callus. Yes, and it was a, the pleasure was all mine. And good luck on your initiation. Thank you. We'll be in town for probably then one more night. Um, and as you said, I'll probably see you with the Flame Slayers. See you then. He does the same thing back. Finger guns and wink. I like this guy. Asha kind of just rolls her eyes, but she nods. If she minded her manners, I would like the cynical one. What? I like the cynical one anyway, but I like Callus better. <laughs> <laughs> I like everyone. <laughs> what about face. the Red Guard? Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. All right. Do you guys make your way inside? Yeah, no, yeah we course. do. What about your enemies' frenemies? What do you I do think I them? missed that chapter of the Prophet of Prophet. <laughs> Skimmed through it. I'm going to have to go back into the index, find that page. Uh, canonically, he's actually missing a few chapters from his book. So, you guys make your way down the stairwell, which is kind of strange because it's one of the only buildings where you walk in and then all of a sudden just start going downstairs. You guys walk down for a bit down the dark hallway where the torches are lit, but it's still just that flickering light and it's still very dark down here. And you enter into this somewhat familiar room. If it's that dark, I, I might flick on my, uh, my, uh, oh, the sun powered relic. Ah, yes, it's been, it's fully charged. All right. So your uh, relic, which all of you guys roll a perception. 14. 17. Could I roll something better than like two? Certainly sure. not. <laughs> sure. Alfred, who is kind of behind David, David, who's making very enthralling conversation with you. He's just so excited. He's like, oh my gosh, I got into like one of my first fights today. This is the first time. There's a first time for everything, but this has been one of the best times. I'm surprised. I am genuinely surprised that this is the first time something has tried to hit this man. <laughs> wow. Hey, tried Wait. to and him hitting back or being hit are two different things. Some he didn't hit back. <laughs> he was brave. Very brave. He got in their way. And not everybody can get into a fight and like actually do stuff. Some people just have to be there and experience it. Beside the point. I felt emotionally supported. Okay. So. <laughs> Physically, not so much. Smoot. Alan. And Kelsey also kind of peeks over between you guys. And you guys see that Finnevere is wielding what looks like a flashlight of some kind. Nice torch you got there. Oh, thank you. This is a, a sun-powered relic. Yeah, were we told not to use those around all the other ones that are kept in the building? Yeah, but we're not near them yet. Fair enough. Well, oh. I swear it's darker in here than before. It does seem a little kind of getting later. Heck, you calling it a torch for? Why are you using the word hail? <laughs> I like using nerd tongue. <laughs> All right, and so I make studied it to, in Britain. Do we make it to the end? You guys do make it okay, to the end. That's great. With your 
your little torch as you shine it around and you do get down below. It's still kind of low light vision in here. No, he I, more likes to keep it dark. All right. Well, I, when we get to there, I don't want to like bother him. So once we get to him all the way, then I'll put it away. Uh, as you guys walk in, you see, well, actually, you don't see Liamar directly at his table. Oh, no. What you do see, though, is is a shadow that seems to be looming over in one of the corners where the brazier is kind of just casting a shadow, but you just kind of see a large shadow over in the corner that seems to be fiddling around with something. And you hear almost like a metal grating sound sliding and like something's being closed. Uh, I'm going to... Gonna knock. shine it right at Liamor? At the feet, yeah. I'm gonna knock on the desk that he was sitting at. Mr. Liamor. Oh, 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 what is that? I, I, if, if I put he it away. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm sorry, the light hurts my skin. Oh, I do apologize. He starts to walk over and you kind of feel the ground barely shaking, but you feel it rumble a little bit as he walks. Is he a... A, like a lich giant or something? You mean lich? He's not a lich. It hurts. Yeah, the light hurts him. Okay. I, I don't think that's imperative. Or, I don't no, think that's part of being a lich. Besides, this is not the time to be racist. But be, Look, being a lich <laughs> is, gosh, being a lich is just being undead. That doesn't mean you you have a weakness to sunlight. But he's not undead. He's very living. I don't he's, care if he's a vampire. If he's doing his job and we're doing ours, then we're good. I'm not judging him. Go. I'm just curious about his origin. Well, why don't you I... sit down and offer to buy him a drink? I don't think he'd go to the bar. Liamore. Bring the oh, bar that he has it. Liamore um, gestures out to you very slowly as he does. I see that you are back. Welcome. Have you completed your quest? Here's your case with all your old cores. The new ones are in the receptors. I take my blanket back. <laughs> Benavir grabs the blanket off the case as smooth as carrying it over to the desk. All right. Oh, does it glow without, uh, as it is? You see a very, very faint blue glow as the orbs inside of the glass kind of hover, but they seem to be getting lower and lower. Smooth sets it on the table. I see. Thank you, my friends. And congratulations. You have completed the first part of becoming true seekers. You are now considered initiates. Wait one moment. Okay. So one Mississippi. <laughs> Two Mississippi. So, Three Mrs. Moody. Liamore starts to move very slowly towards the back of his table. And you can see that as he steps, his legs like almost strangely elongate and then they shrink back down like it doesn't seem normal. It doesn't appear right as he moves. Liamor appears to be searching through his desk. And after a moment, he comes back up and he says, Please, line up. I'll see, this is a time where it makes sense, Vinavir. I would get the nice line shoulder to shoulder with everyone else. Uh, I will not stand in line. Okay. I will stand in line. Uh, in fact, uh, I'll, I'll get out my piece and I'll start playing with it. Okay. And I'll wait and see if he says something. Okay. Liamore looks between all of you and he says, It is my great pleasure to present to you your very own initiate badges. Yes, sir. So he starts passing them out and he looks at you as you're um, holding your badge and he nods. A true seeker 
not afraid to complete a quest again and again. And he says, I am proud to present these to you. I was once a seeker. It is an honor to become one. And I hope that you keep the promises of the seekers when you finally become full-fledged seekers. We will not do a pledge today. That pledge is saved for the actual graduation. Today is your initiation. And he pauses. And you guys can all take a look at your, um, as you take a look at your, um, badges, your initiate badges. You see that the badge itself is an unassuming black metal pendant with a raised pattern in the center that seems to be some sort of bird that you're looking at from the top down with its wings arched in front of it as if it were taking off. Hmm. And then Leamore finishes. And thus, in order for you to become full seekers or full members of this guild, you will have to travel to one of the seeker bases where you will complete a ranked quest under the watchful eye of a seeker. Ranked quest? Yes. Would I know if that's a paid quest? Like a petitioned one? So, you are technically... Actually, you haven't gone to one of the bases yet. You were with Amali in the main thing. Okay. But I am an inquisitive person who has been yes. around a seeker and seeks profit. You do know that that is where you get paid. So they pay then us I'll to do quietly quests. whisper, hopefully within the ear range of Mest and David. Those are paid quests. What? What? The paid? Money. Money. Right. So, uh, no, yes, um, Mr. Leomor, it, uh, when we first uh, signed on for this thing, I know we uh, talked a little bit about, uh, well, we didn't really get to finish our conversation. What exactly are the benefits of becoming a seeker? Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I did not explain it very well. Sometimes my mind gets very fuzzy and it's hard to think. Today is a good day for me. When you become a seeker, you go through a ranking system. There are, I believe, four ranks right now. Maybe five. It has been a long time since I was a seeker. The first is the steel rank or steel tier. The second would be bronze. The third, silver. The fourth, gold. I believe there is a fifth, actually. It is, I believe, platinum. Mm. Most seekers sit in the steel tier. About half of them. The rest are usually bronze, and fewer still are in silver, and far fewer in gold. There may not even be anyone in platinum, for those are heroes of long past. Uh, just, I mean, silently, do I remember what Amali was? Amali has never disclosed to you what his rank is. Okay. Well, I think that uh, does conclude our collective business. <clears throat> Status report. Uh, yes? We had a little bit of information coming back from the last uh, receptor and going from the first one. We heard that the Red Guard had been poking around and on the third one, when we left, we saw it ourselves. 
I didn't know if this was their regular duties, as I don't know what they're supposed to be doing here. But it seemed as if they brought some weird black box up to the receptor. I see. I am not sure what they are doing up there. The cores only need to be replaced about once every year. Perhaps they were performing a bit of saboteuring. No, sabotaging. Sabotage. They they were doing sabotage. Why would you think they would sabotage? I don't know, because they're jerks. I see. Well, the thing that concerned me most, honestly, was that sound. Is it possible to use my vocal acuity with Sing to try to replicate it to some degree? You could try. That is a 10. (laughs) It was like a... So there's a woo 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 and not a wee 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 wee. No, no, it was more like a woo 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 woo. Kind of like a curve. It was like a woo 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 woo. Liam Moore just kind of chuckles a little bit, and his deep guttural like chuckle actually kind of shakes the room a little bit. Ah, you are a fun group. I would suggest that you stick together, as many Seekers do form parties. Some are able to go it alone, but many should not. I will warn you, this next quest could lead to your death. Most initiates do not survive it if they are not prepared. Every strong civilization was built on greedy people trying to get what they want. We're no different. (laughs) Finn? You have my respect. That is a pretty good... I, I like that quote. Can I get that on a t-shirt somewhere? <laughs> you would lack America. <laughs> oh, I just might. Real quick, out of interest, you have any uh, lower rank relics for sale? You may take a look at what wares we have. All right. Shiny things. I forget. How much do uh, relics cost? Depends on the relic. It depends now, on the relic. I am immediately looking at everything. I totally have 140 silver in my pocket uh, right now. We owe him a debt anyways. Yeah, of like 10 silver each. Yeah, but we also owe Molly 20 silver each. Whoa, when did that happen? When we all bought armor and weapons. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that he was asking for that back. Wait, I would pay it back. I thought... Smith I don't think like he to be ever... Wait, did, did he, I thought he only said. bought us armor. He bought everyone who didn't have a weapon a weapon, who wanted one. But you already paid for your weapon. I have to look at the cost of the armor I got. Okay. What armor did you get? So you guys are looking around? Wouldn't it make Mm -hmm. sense just to give him back the 10 silver he gave Uh, you? Before I go towards the relics, it's like, is this going to cause a problem? And I hold up the not on uh, sun-powered. That should be all right. The relics are inside of an artifact that blocks their interactions. Oh. Need to get myself a desk job one of these days. Yes. I was once a seeker, but now I am here. It is a oh. blessing from my guildmaster to be able to continue to work, even though I have become like this. Oh. What is that device you have there that oh. looks very interesting? Was that to me or was that a... This is Leomor act. Whoa, he's breaking you. the fourth wall. This is creepy. <laughs> You're also breaking the wall by inner... What are you doing, Quentin? He was showing me the price of my armor. He spent 15 gold, so he owes Amali 15 gold if he plans on paying it back. And then I own Finn. If you do, I would be very proud of you. All right. 
I'll, I'll pay him if he asks for it back. Less right. proud. So you guys, who's looking around the room at what's there? I am. Um, I I was told uh, to look. I'm immediately looking. Okay. So um, I'm. I would walk up to Finevere. Shiny. Okay. So Alfred, as you're walking around, why don't you make a perception check for me, really quick? Seventeen. Okay. As you're looking around, you see that in some of these boxes are really weird. They're black, but at the same time, you can kind of see almost like they're like a. Not holographic, but you see like a very dim light around the object inside. In one of them, you actually see a random pill just kind of sitting there. And then in another one, you see that there is this tiny little metal box. And it appears to have like a little crank on top of it, um, almost like a wind-up toy. In another one, you see this very strange object. Actually, it looks kind of like the one that Amali gave to you guys. It was that three-tiered rotating ring ring device um, that you see in there. Another one, you see this tiny little, like, round nodule that's blinking a little bit on the inside. And in another one, you see it's a taller glass case, and you see that there's some kind of cloak in there. It seems to be kind of just hovering inside. Oh, that's something I'd be drawn to. I love cloaks. Cloak. Is there a description box? Is there any description box? Oh, that's right. It's his turn. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. Most of them don't have labels on them, especially on the cloak. Um, some of them have one uh, that says, uh, like on the pill, it says potential anti-venom pill or poison. <laughs> Could save um... you. Could kill you. Um, it's an anti-venom, I, like but it's poisonous unless the venom is present in your body. There you go. Okay. It like could be an avatar meme or an ordinary item. I'd like to roll a praise. Hey, I rolled something good this time. <gasps> What'd you roll? Let's see. 24. <gasps> okay, so you're trying to... Do, do I recognize it as something from my time, at least? Okay. It appears to be a pill... It looks like a pill. You can't really smell to see if it smells like a pill, but it looks like a pill. Okay. What kind of pill? Like a capsule or like a tablet? Like a capsule. D- does it have any label? Can you see it from that distance? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, it's this time. We'll Liam, have our turns. What, what's this one? Uh, he comes over. It could be an anti-venom pill or a poison pill. I haven't tested it to find out. There are some pills that look very similar. Unfortunately, some people find out too late which one it is. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> they find out too late which one it is. I kind of want it. This one is ten silver. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, hey, Finevere. I see. only have seven silver. Finevere. approach me. Finevere, seeing as we are shopping, maybe now might be the proper time to divvy expenses. I see. All and there right are here. two pills in two separate containers. <gasps> Is one red and one blue? No, but they're both Dark. labeled as possible anti-venom, possible poison. <laughs> it's 50-50 which one you're using. They both look almost identical. <laughs> they're red and blue. Yeah, the ca- one cap is blue, one cap is red, and they're together to make this purple. This Dr. Mario. <laughs> No, this is the Matrix. It's both pills at the same time. <laughs> you simultaneously become aware of the Matrix, but decide to stay in it. Exactly. It's a laziness pill. Antidote of lethargy. All right. So are we shopping now? I suppose I this is understand. what you would call it. Okay. All right. Here's the fair shake. 
I point to uh, with uh, with multiple fingers simultaneously. Smoot, Mest, and Taylor. Um, if it's all right with you, I really don't need any for me right now. I really don't think I did very Are much. Are you kidding me? You did the carry work and the grunt work. You deserve every bit. I insist. Uh, what? Okay. I carried the bodies the entire way. Stop complaining. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I did the literal carry work. She carried the case with the cores in it. Oh, that's what he meant. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. If that's how we're going to go with it, I totally carried the bodies. I did. That was me. That's a joke. Don't take it so seriously. <laughs> All right. David, you were courageous and participated. I saw you step in the way of danger. Uh, for you. that, I believe your share of 17 silver should be adequate. Oh, that sounds pretty fair to me because I know. I, I know, guys. I'm not exactly the bravest man here. But I'm really good in any other situation except for, like, fighting people. Look yeah. at me. Do I look like I can fight? All right. Nobody's answering that, so I'm a little concerned. <laughs> <laughs> My mother always told me if you didn't have anything nice to say. How? What, what, what's going on? I'm trying to check out these pills. Mest and <laughs> and Smoot, an honorable effort from each of you. Uh, 23 silver. You're keeping 10 of it. And I'll consider your debt repaid. I don't like owing people things. Neither do I. It's actually uh, a tenant of mine. You get 23 silver. Okay. Taylor, you did a lot of the grunt work. And for me, grunt work is something that does not go underappreciated. But uh, it gets underfunded. <laughs> you get 27 silver. And you keep 10 of it. I have 17. <laughs> 23 for Elsie. Did I give that to her already? Yeah, she'll take it. And I will take the remainder, which I'll math that out real quick. See, I thought you were going to be a schmuck. No, no. Him. No. Oh, because I mean, six people, 140 divides really nicely into 70. So just give five people 20 and then you keep two shares. <laughs> That's the math I would have done if I was carrying the money. Well, uh, also, when you were walking around, you saw that the one that you guys had carried or brought in was labeled as something called a beastler. How much does it go for? 30 silver. It's an advanced mating call. <laughs> Uh, the the metal bar with the dial. The metal box with the dial was, or, yeah. it was labeled as an automated cook. It was, it, it's priced at 60 gold pieces or six crow. That's a little expensive. Is there anything else on the shelves? Uh, the nodule uh, is labeled as a blinking nodule at 600 silver pieces. And the cloak is not labeled. Does it have a price? It does. 30 gold pieces or three crow? Uh, two copper pieces. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. It was a joke. With that out of the way. I'll gladly pay the 30. This, uh, this is a relic I'm assuming since it's here. The cloak? Yeah. Are you saying 30, 30 gold, gold pieces? Oh, gold? Gold yeah. with a G. Don't you only have like 12? And that was in the beginning. You was that know, gold I, too? I, I, I thought he said so. he had. Yes, he he okay. has multiple gold. He's a merchant. Okay. Yeah, 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 he's a merchant. It yeah, you're like he's got almost halfway there. He was also from a pre relatively wealthy family as well, so he's got the money. Well endowed, Sid or my actual parents? Yes, Sid is Sid. Well endowed, <laughs> Sid is Sid. <laughs> Liamor. 
Yes. I'd like to purchase both of these pills. All right. They are ten silver each. Here you go. Okay, hold on. He goes <laughs> and he basically lifts open one of the drawers and you hear it kind of like unlatch and like some kind of steam almost comes out. And he reaches in and he, his giant hands reach into this box. It fills the entire box. And somehow with his two fingers on his right hand, was it his right hand? It was his right hand that was only two-fingered. Yeah. I believe so, yes. He reaches in with these two fingers and he's able to pick up this tiny pill even though his hand fills the entire box. And the box is about um, one cubic foot. And he hands the one pill to you and then he does the same thing with another. And now you have two pills. And he says, Please be careful. And remember, keep them away. Don't put more than three near each other. Right. Got it. Never keep more than three pills in Definitely one container. Definitely won't put more than three pills together. I have to roll exactly. bluff. I have to roll bluff. Okay, then roll bluff. <laughs> base. What a base. I am being very... Oh, wait. No, I do have bluff. But it's still two. It's two. It's two. <laughs> still two. Please, for your safety, please keep them no more than three. What if we put four of these pills in something? Like a creature. Relics can have a reaction. Sometimes those reactions can lead to death. So we could potentially kill a dangerous creature easily by poisoning it with multiple relics. I suppose. And just as easily kill yourself by handling those. Ah, you just get a slingshot. Please, a little more respect in the reliquary. With this, I have a promise to keep. Smoot walks out to the reliquary. I'm happy I have my pills. All right, he's got two of his pills, down 20 silver. Is anybody going to get anything else? There's only uh, the Beastler, which is within your range, and something called the Blinking Nodule, that's 600 silver that you could possibly save up for. Uh, how much was the, the Beastler? The Beastler is 30 silver pieces. Or three crow. No. 30 crow silver. is more than oh, gold. Oh, wait. Oh, silver, not gold. I, wait, what, wait, what was the 30 gold one then? I thought that was the Beastler. Uh, no. That was the cloak. Cloak. Uh, oh, I will purchase the beast lore. Okay. Yes, Jaden. He reaches Do in and I he think. pulls out one of the familiar-looking objects. This one looks a little different than the oh. one that you would receive from Amali. It's a bit smaller. It still has the three-tier rings to it, but this one has a little tiny star at the top of it. Interesting. <gasps> Christmas tree. All right. So I'll write this down as beast lore. And then sh- does this is the star significant to, to write down? You can, or you cannot. It could be decorative. It could not be direct. D- d- decorative. Always take note of things. If you bring any relics back, remember, you can get paid to bring them to the reliquary, and as seekers, you get bonuses to what you get paid. That's good to know. Uh, uh Liamor, are these? Is this a common, uh, relic? Have you seen more than one in your time? I have. They are very common. Are they uh, consumable or reusable? They are a single-use relic. All right. Then how might one activate such an item? Every relic is activated in a different way. You will have to study the relic that you have. For example, I can tell you for this one, you would place it on the ground. 
and you would push down on the star. But the more uses a relic has, the more expensive it is, and the more complicated its use. Duly noted. Thank you, Leomore. Yes. This is personally valuable, but if you wouldn't mind appraising it for me, the, uh, the sun-powered... I will look. This is a very useful item. Though it is common, they are usually sold for about 20 silver. I see. Although... He pauses for a moment. I see that it does have an ability to be recharged, which would increase its price. It would probably be worth one gold. I see. I appreciate the appraisal, but I think I'll hold on to it. It has sentimental value. Understood. I think it's a good time to retire. Leomore, your efforts have been deeply appreciated. I hope you have a wonderful evening. And you as well. Thank you for your hard work and your efforts. And congratulations. All right. Go us. All right. So, you guys leave the reliquary? Smoot has already made his way to the marketplace. As Smoot comes up from the stairs, please roll a perception check for me really quick. Watch out. 23. You walk out, and as soon as you do, you see over in the corner, there appears to be an Amali leaning against a wall, and he appears to be tapping his foot, and he looks like he's just been waiting there, and appears to be just a little on edge. Who pissed in your coffee this morning? Huh? You doing all right? Uh, yeah. Uh, how'd you guys do? Well, I got a coin thingy badge with a bird on it. So you passed? Yeah. Would you expect me to fail? Uh, a little. I mean, I'm go- I literally make tests for a living, and you think I couldn't pass something this simple? He takes his hand and he rubs the back of his head, and he looks a little awkward as he does this, and he's just like, "I mean, what? Um, congratulations!" And he reaches out his hand. I, oh, no, no, this is something there, there that, go. um, yeah, yeah. Smooth takes his hand. People awkwardly. over here do for some reason. I'm not sure why. And you both awkwardly stop shaking hands and <laughs> stare at each other. Yeah, pretty much. Anyways, um, foodstuffs, or maybe like cute trinkets. He pauses. I'm asking for CC. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, it's fine if that's what you like, but uh, yeah, no. Um, literally anywhere in this market, you can find some pretty good stuff. Are you asking for advice from me? Yeah, I'm new in town. I don't know where anything is. Oh, okay. Also, haven't you like been around CC for a little while? Yeah. I'm really bad at getting stuff for her. She clearly doesn't like anything I get her anymore, so... What do you mean? What have you tried getting her? He just looks back and forth. I don't understand women, okay? What do you mean? She's, I mean, she's barely even a woman. I mean, she's like, what, 16, 18, something around there? Yeah, she's 18. All right. She made that abundantly clear today. I mean, just make it, like, cute little things. Probably things that, like, aren't from around here. She seems to like new things. Different. Out of the norm. I brought her a snake. Yeah, maybe not that one. Like, maybe like a little unicorn figurine. It had a bow on its head. I mean, that might be a little cute. It was a boa snake. Oh, um, maybe a little too lethal. (laughs) Here, why why don't don't we go this way? Maybe we can look together. I have a daughter. I can maybe give you a couple of pointers. All right, yeah. You guys come up as Smoot is walking off with Amali, and you see him trailing off with Amali, and you heard something about a boa snake? Eh, probably nothing important. Smoot's just eyeing his pills. 
Smoot. Your name is Mess. Damn it. <laughs> not Alan. Not Smoot. Not Finnevere. Certainly not Kelsey. <laughs> not good with names, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Especially not my own. Next, it's going to be a Molly. I'm ready for it. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. It's just going to be Joe from across the street. <laughs> okay. Jake from State Farm. Hi, I'm Amali Kenneth Mest. All right. So Smoot and Amali are walking through the market and you see there is a small stall that seems to have baked goods. Another stall that seems to have some very pretty things for females. And another stall that seems to have some rather interesting objects. Seem a little bit more tomboyish and boyish overall. Define but... interesting objects and also define pretty things for females. Uh, you see things that there's like some blouses, hair pins, um, and different like claws, like kind of blowing in the slight breeze that's starting in the afternoon. Nice cool breeze so everyone can cool off and stop sweating outside because it was hot. Uh, beside the point, uh, you also see there are some perfumes and other things like that. Uh, at the more the other stall that seems to be more boyish, there are there's like a small figurine uh, with a little sword carved in wood uh, and a few other things like Fake wooden swords and toy snakes. A snake with a bow on its head. <laughs> a boa snake? Mm. What type of bow? Are we talking like a little, like a tied bow or like a recurve bow? Like a tied ribbon bow. A ribbon. I don't know. It could have a recurve bow tied to But most of the, most to of the toys there appear to be like carved uh, from wood. And then the bakery place has all the goods. Cupcakes. That really... Lots of icing or anything like that, but cakes and other things that smell really good. All right, Amali, we're going to do a test. All right. See, these three are all great options, circumstantially, depending on the individual. So the safe bet is you get her, get, uh, you're like, test the waters. So there's the, there's a toy, probably like the sword figurine. That would be a good one. Get her something pretty and then get her something sweet. So you're like, go down the line, you cover your bases, get one of everything. That's expensive. I don't know. How much is, the, we'll walk up to the stall. How much is the little wooden figurine? Um, the old man behind the counter. Oh, that, that figurine is probably about 15 copper. Molly, is this what you call expensive? I'm cheap, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is your first problem. I hand the man a silver. Well, uh, uh, Wait, wait, how much is, is it? 10 coppers, one silver? Okay, hand him two silver. Okay. Here. Oh, well, thank you. And here, here, here's your change, sir. Thank you. You can do the math for me. One, two, and okay, there's five there. We're good. Thank you. Is there five there? Yes. Okay, just just clarifying. <laughs> Next stall. Okay, we move over. Pretty thing. Would she like like a scarf? Would she like a hairpin? Does she put her hair up? No, she doesn't do any of that. She's not a girly girl. No, not at all. Mm. I mean, maybe I don't know. She could have. She I, she could like dresses now. I don't know. I walk up to the stall. What's her favorite color? I think it's. You are really red. bad at this. Red. Yes. You think? I think. How dangerous is the color pink? Mm. I'm going to take that as dangerous. I, I walk up to the person at the counter. Mm -hmm. Who am I speaking with? An older woman. I swear you two are a couple. <laughs> and I'm pointing to the old man in the store. And I say, oh, yes, that's my hobby. Okay. Nah, Hi, hobby. Hello, darling. You look lovely and ravishing tonight. Oh, God, I don't want to think about this. <laughs> oh, pardon me, ma'am. Um, do you have anything in the color red? Do your eyes not work? Look at the stall. There's lots of stuff that's red. Pink, red. Not pink. Blue. Red. Chartreuse. Chartreuse. Best walks up behind you. <laughs> Chartreuse. <laughs> what, what? Vine, you pick out something then. Pick Perception something red. check what's there. So, uh, Ted. 
Guinevere also comes up behind you. Everyone basically just walks up behind you at this point. Right. We had nothing but you. Yeah. Charisma is the stat that you use to uh, be uh, to have insight in on uh, social cues. Is there a role that I could make to try to come up with a good uh, a gift? Wisdom. I think wisdom's always a good one. Wisdom is wise. Wisdom is wisdom. Just don't ask Taylor. Wisdom. All right. What was... I, I, I got a 10 you, total. What do, what do I see here? All right. Before you, you see... Uh, did you hear... I'll head to the blacksmith, by the way. Okay. You see that there is a very nice floral shirt, uh, like almost like a blouse. It has like little ruffled sleeves. You also see that there is a red skirt. Also, the, the, most of these appear to be in sort of like the Ashby traditional garb. Very few things are from out of town, it seems. Uh, you see a nice green, almost like button-down vest. Um, okay. Shirt, shoes hat vest skirt pants whatever looks hat. weird okay what's the hat okay the hat that they wear here is usually like this very short cap that hangs down on the sides it has little cute cotton balls like almost like cotton balls um that are stained um dyed usually different colors there's one that has like a nice little uh wool rim on the top of it uh and it appears to be some kind of like hide hat ma'am how much for the hat? The hat would be... Darling, darling, what was the hat's price again? It was, I believe... God, I'm too old, dang it. <laughs> oh, whatever, give me three copper. I'm buying the hat. Yes, I think it would look lovely on you. Ma'am, I'm not too familiar with this uh, town's fashion. What, uh, what from this is exotic or not from around here? Not from around here. Traveling merchants haven't been in town for weeks. Do you have anything left in stock that they they came with? It's just this belt. What does it look like? It's like a snake. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty exotic. I haven't been able to sell it, though. Does it have a bow for a belt buckle? Yes. How much is it? We were in Ashby, right? Yes. Yes. How much is the belt? Honestly, at this point, nobody's buying. If you're willing to buy it, um, it, it, honey, how much was the belt? It, Make an offer. Ten. Two copper. Oh, fine. Two copper's fine. A hand or two copper. All right. I, I've I've also purchased their hat. You have the hat. I'm on a st- it doesn't fit completely. Isn't that a female hat? I don't care. It's it's on my head now. Oh yes, it looks lovely. You make a wonderful. What no. are you? He's a, what do you mean? He's a man. He's standing right there. Oh, okay. The hat was confusing me. <laughs> My eyes are really bad. It's a shame they didn't have anything in chartreuse. Oh, chartreuse. I love that place. <laughs> I'm walking. I have a good day, ma'am. Smoot walks away. <laughs> See now, old bat. <laughs> oh, I know. Thank you. My point exactly. <laughs> what did I just hear? What? What? Isn't chartreuse the color? Okay. It's a color. It's like yellow. <laughs> yes. It's a color. She said that's I my love that favorite place. place. Oh, okay. Thanks, guys. I, 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 my name is Kelsey. No, because Kelsey talks like this. I don't. I go over to the. I was just going to pick up. If it is or isn't there, 
Uh, ball bearings and grease. Ball bearings and grease. At the clothing store. Oh, you, <laughs> Wait, you went to the blacksmith. I, I went left to the blacksmith. everyone. I went to the blacksmith. Um, she does not have ball bearings. She does, however, have some oil slash grease. Okay. Uh, no kind of like a quick spread tripping type thing. You, I mean, you mean like you have to like throw it out? Well, it'd be like Caltrop. So I was thinking about the non-lethal version. Oh, um, she's, she says, I'm sorry. I really don't have anything like that in stock right now. I haven't had time to pour the um, molds. Well, they must have been out of Caltrops. There was some here before. Uh, she has Caltrops. Okay. I will get the Caltrops then and the grease. Okay. Um, Caltrops are one silver piece for a two pound bag. Okay. And then for the oil, she says, well, this is from the stuff that you brought me earlier. So, uh, I'd say about three silver per pint. A pint of what? Oil grease. Thank you. I'll be on my way. All right. Have a great day. And thank you for these, uh, parts. Ah, you're quite welcome. Uh, thank you for your business. There's probably not a lot of people who would have even bought these around here. Unfortunately, not so much. That's why we don't really keep too much in stock. All the same, uh, quite appreciated. And I, I just go. All right. Let me know if we get back to... Okay. The excludes. All right. Mm-hmm. So you get... So there are cupcakes, cake, whatever. What do you want to buy her? There's one that's shaped like a snake with a bow on its head. Okay. Now, now see. <laughs> now, now, Molly, look at this. I want you to see. We're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> Now, here, here's the plan. Here's the plan. Here's the plan. Gifts are all about presentation. All right. Oh, my. Presentation. Oh, Molly, your voice got really weird there. No, it's not. My name's not Molly. Oh, oh, hi. Hi. Uh, I assume you're the vendor at this store. Uh, Molly just steps back. <clears throat> yes, I, I am. I need something extravagant and very, very sweet. You mean like, like a cow full of sugar? <laughs> this joke extravagant means cow to you. I mean, look at my cow cake. <laughs> I would classify that as peculiar. Do you have anything? Does she sell cow fee? Oh, she's a pastry. Uh. Do you have, how much would it be for about a half dozen cupcakes? Half a dozen cupcakes? Well, I could get you half a dozen cupcakes for a silver piece. But they might be a little stale, though. They've been sitting out all day. What do you have that's fresh? The it, cupcakes. That's the freshest thing you have? <laughs> Everything else has been sitting out the same amount of time. I, I bake them early in the morning. That's still pretty dang fresh. All right, that sounds fresh enough to me. I would take half a dozen cupcakes. All right, you get a half a dozen a dozen cupcakes in the shape of a snake with a bow on it. No! <laughs> Not in the shape of a snake. I would tiny little dainty cupcakes. What is with the snake religion? <laughs> do they, like, everyone so, here is a snake have, oil vendor. Do they have frosting on them? Or like, what are they? The frosting is on them. It appears to have melted a little bit, though. Can I get fresh or extra frosting? How much would it be? I'll pay extra. Oh my god, you got you demand so much for me. Alright, uh, let's see what I can do here. Uh... Yeah, give, give me five copper and I'll put some fresh acid on there for you. Sure. All right. And or two silver. All right. What color do you want? Red. Red like blood? Yes. All right. I got that color. I got some berries here I can smash. And she starts like crushing <laughs> berries in front of you. She takes like a hammer and starts like banging away on the table with it. Give me a second. Just spraying juice everywhere. <laughs> Starts mixing stuff, pours in like a full bag of sugar, pours in like some milk. And then after a while, she makes up frosting, which she takes a knife and then she like 
somehow expertly gets it on there and it's perfect. Best cupcakes in town, I'll tell you that much. Keep the change. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. All right. Um, I, I would walk over. Do you have any bagels? This is a pastry shop. Sure, I got bagels. <laughs> what kind of bagels? They're all sold out of cinnamon raisin. Don't even ask. This yeah. isn't a metropolis. They have nothing bagels. Yeah, we got nothing bagels. <laughs> so it's, I guess it was wheat. I got a wheat bagel. <laughs> a singular wheat bagel. <laughs> Everyone bought them out. This is the last one this I got. This one's three days uh, old. How much for the bagel? Yeah, uh, copper. I'll take it. All right, here you go. <laughs> I got a bagel. Here, here's some icing on it. And she puts icing on it as she hands it to you. <laughs> what flavor is the icing? Berry. Think... <gasps> All right, Amali. Now here's the plan, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so we hide the cupcakes. We don't show her the cupcakes. Like I said, it's all about presentation. We hide the cupcakes. You are going to give her the little wooden toy soldier. But I need you to wear this really ugly belt. And I need you to talk about how you just bought this belt. And it's new, and it's foreign, and it's very fancy from a faraway place. Oh, really? Yes. And then this will naturally intrigue her because it is new, foreign, and from a very exotic place. And she's never seen it before, and she doesn't have it. And you talk it up, and then you give it to her. You make her want it, even though... It's really weird looking. (laughs) If she thinks you have it and you want it, then it will make it more valuable to her. I mean, here's the thing. This thing was all the rage for her back then, like a year ago. And now she didn't care for what I got her like this time. What do you mean? Wait, you mean she's seen this before? Yeah. Why didn't you say that before I bought it? Well, not this belt specifically, but I mean, the the whole snake with a bow on its head is like a big thing for all the girls. (laughs) (laughs) You can't even finish that sentence. Right next to snake jazz. (laughs) (laughs) No, no more. No more of that. You can only do so much before it's copyrighted. (laughs) Uh, uh. You mean, wait, wear the belt. Act like it's new and in fashion again. It came from a faraway land. Hand her the wooden toy soldier, talk up your belt, and then once she has those two, I'll surprise her with cupcakes. I want to walk up to them at talk up your belt. (laughs) Several awkward motivating speeches later. Yeah, precisely. So Molly is wearing the belt as you guys make your way up. Who's holding the cupcakes? I am. Behind my back. Behind your back. I don't want her to see them. Okay, Kelsey is helping you hide them. Good job, Kelsey. Good job. Okay. Okay. You guys are making your way up the path. Amali is wearing the belt. And all of you are brandishing your new Seeker Initiate badges. And that is where we'll end off. And next week we'll address the whole belt thing. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of The Gate Chronicles. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you did, please consider leaving us a review whenever uh podcast listening app that you're using, whether that's iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, if Spotify ever lets you leave reviews, that would be amazing. Otherwise, you can go to our YouTube and you can even leave a comment. That would be great too. Also, other things that you can do, you can go to our website where you can actually go into our merch shop and get some really cool merch from us. We're going to be adding more in and doing that actually helps us to pay for more patterns, designs and whatnot that we can add to the shop as well as, you know, hosting website, etc. Maybe one day we can have the snake with a bow. Maybe one day we can have a snake with a bow. You can also go to our Patreon and you can support us for about a dollar a month or you can go a higher tier. But with each tier, there's more stuff that you get back in return for supporting us because that helps us out. And that helps us really just put out more good content for you 
and like for example we can get characters commissioned for our our for our players here which i would really like to do so please if you could that'd be great if not that's okay share us with your friends your family your grandmother your dog and sit down and listen to us all together because listening to us helps us get out there too and also telling other people about us helps us get out there too ooh and we do have something called ask alice Ask Alice is not only for the Odd campaign, it is also for the Gate Chronicles, even though Alice is our AI from the Odd campaign. Alice also likes to send her messages to us here at Gate Chronicles. And therefore, if you pose a question to us at Gate Chronicles or Odd, we'll read your question on air and then we'll answer it on air in character or out of character, however you address it um, and to whoever you address it to. So please consider doing that as well, because we would love to get questions from you. And uh, yeah, uh, that's that's about it. Unless anybody else has anything else. Again, follow us on our social medias. That way you can keep up to date with us on what's going on. And very last, finally, the odd pod is coming back in August. We are delaying until then so that we can get our episodes edited. And that way we are all set to go. So guys, we'll see you for odd in August and we will be still releasing out Gate Chronicles bi-weekly. So again, guys, we will see you next, next week. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Adios. Smooth. Whoa, whoa. Too much enthusiasm. What what, what do you want, Finnevere? Okay. So, I had a dream. Okay. I met the prophet of prophet. Or... And she told me about Podgo. What what is Podgo? Wait, what? Podgo is a way that we can monetize our podcasts. Finnevere, that's not going to do anything. We're a small podcast. We don't have a lot of listeners. That doesn't matter. Podgo has flat rates. Flat rate. That doesn't... The audience is just going to get annoyed with ads. Well, what if I told you that the ads were tailored to our audience? Well, then I would ask if this prophet of profit also conveniently told you where to find this. Well, of course she did. Oh, of course. That's podgo.co. P-O-D-G-O dot co. Benavir, I swear, if this grass turns and burns like your last ten ideas. It's okay. There are no gorillas this time. I promise. <laughs> <laughs>